This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. And joining us on the line now to take a look at what's going on in the health and disability sector for our Digest, Debbie Rowe. Morena, Debbie, good to have you with us. Thanks, Jeff. Lovely to be here. In, in April, we are now, we're, we're definitely in autumn, aren't we? We or certainly March are. Autumn. But March we couldn't autumn. have asked for a much more gorgeous autumn weekend than the one we've just had. Um, I know. Bit of cloud cover today, but beautiful sunshine through the weekend. I hope uh, everyone managed to get out and stretch the legs and uh, enjoy it uh, while we can. I tell you, I tell you, it's good. I actually really love autumn. I think it's um, one of the loveliest seasons, you know, sort of a bit of freshness and, and yeah, our daylight savings this weekend. You didn't have any dramas with that. Um, I did wake up. Well, just, we're a bit weird. just talking about that with the listeners, actually, uh, uh, Debbie. I, mm. I must admit that um, for the uh, for the hour that I would have otherwise been up around having my breakfast, I was just staring at the ceiling waiting for the alarm click to go off. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Isn't that frustrating? Anyway, here we go. We're into it. Um, and, and look, the the the, uh, the digest this, this uh, week is actually a repeat of the week before. I have to, I have to admit we had a, um, uh, a a busy week last week at Living Well with a with a stock take, and then um, then then we had to have a closure on Friday because one of our members, namely myself, got COVID last week and oh, um, and was out of action. So we we were um, for the for the first time we've been gearing up for it. Going if this happens, this is what we're going to do. So we did it last week. So we were all a little bit out of sorts. So I'm I'm doing a bit of a re hash of the um, the digest the week before and 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 of course you know just looking at today's the day isn't it tonight at midnight we change again with with our COVID saying we we move into uh, into that next stage of, of vaccination passports no longer needing to be used tomorrow um, onwards and, and I'm sure we'll be getting some updates this afternoon um, from our from our uh, health officials you know around. Um, that uh, that traffic-like setting. Um, I don't actually know much more about that, but if we move into um, uh, you know into orange, um, you know face masks are still required in many indoor settings. Of course, there's no indoor or outdoor capacity limits, and again, we still self-isolate for seven days if you test positive or you live with somebody um, who has tested positive with COVID-19. And an interesting thing I actually I learnt yesterday, and I'll share this briefly because it's just one of those learnings. You know, when um, I had COVID, um, I had some pretty significant symptoms last week, worse than I thought I'd have. But I'm fully vaccinated, um, and I rang Healthline yesterday actually because I I thought I'll test on Sunday because I need to go back to work on Monday. I tested and got this great big negative again, and my negative, uh, sorry, positive. My positive last week was actually quite a faint line, but it was definitely a line, and I definitely had symptoms, so I, I did have it. But um, I rang Healthline to say, well, you know, this is this is showing positive, and learned that one once you've had COVID, if you get it, you don't test for 28 days after you've you've tested positive in the first place because even if you're um, your symptoms are going or have gone, um, you will still get that positive that positive test. And for some employers, at least, they're requiring people show a negative test before people return to work. Uh, so there has been a little bit of a shift there, too, when I spoke to Healthline, that they'd been discussing that you can actually go to your doctor. Not sure if there's a cost involved in that or whether the government covers it, but um, and they will give you a certificate. So if you're sim- you don't have any symptoms, you've, you've had COVID, you no longer have symptoms, um, you're showing, your, your test is showing. We well, probably shouldn't be testing anyway, but if you do and it shows uh, positive or your employer says you've got to show me a negative test, um, 
your doctor can give you a certificate to say that you're good to go uh, because there's, that's, that's becoming, I guess, a little bit problematic for some people. So That's, um, that's um, hugely important. Uh, thank you for bringing mm-hmm. that up because I didn't know that either and you could understand why some employers would want to be super, super cautious and they might have that expectation that yeah. you know, you're no longer carrying the symptoms, therefore there's nothing, you're not going to show up with a positive test. Not the case. So Correct. <laughs> good that we know. That's- that's right. I blew me away the other day when I did it. Actually, that big, that big line, you know, on the T bit rather than the C, um, you know, showed up uh, really strongly and straight away. And I thought, whoa, hello. <laughs> um, so anyway, and I think the other thing is just is again being kind on yourself. I really uh, struggled today. Like this is my day seven. I tested positive last Monday. I did get a text though too from the, through the system, which was quite good to say this is the end of your seven day isolation. As long as you don't have any symptoms, um, you know, you're you're good to go back into regular life work. Whatever whatever that might mean. Um, if you do have, you still have some symptoms of some description, then, uh, then you know, contact your, your GP and, and, and ask about that. Um, my biggest thing, to be frank, is just the absolute fatigue and tiredness. That's what blew me away. So I actually decided I'm going to have one more day of just, um, of, of just you know, working quietly uh, from home and, um, and, and, and resting, really. That's what I've done for the last week is basically rest. <laughs> uh, well, look, uh, we really appreciate you sharing that experience uh, with us, Debbie, and for you still to be taking the time to join us on the Digest. I uh, hope you are um, on the mend. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. No, I think I am. And, uh, I think that, I am. That uh, well, I know. I know in your workplace you'll have lots of good support from the people around you. It's um, it's a challenging time for all. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and that's exactly right. And it, and it is hard, and it's hard for, for everybody else as well. I think we all sort of there's probably a lot of people like that. They're on the you know they hear of lots of people getting it, and then when it finally gets them or somebody that they're working close with or somebody in their household, um, you know, it, it, there's definitely a shift. And and, you, and I've got a fabulous team, and I and I want to say thank you to each one of them too um, this week. Um, on, on the radio because they've, they've been absolutely wonderful and, and jumped in and, and covered the bases. Um, but just moving through that, so we wait tonight, don't we, or later today and see where we're, where we're heading to next. But, four, um, four o'clock, I understand, it'll be the uh, post-Cabinet press conference. Yeah, yeah, fabulous. It's going to be good to good to hear what's what's happening next. And I guess the big thing is that we do still, uh, you know, down in the south here, we are still sort of uh, at our peak, aren't we? We certainly aren't on the downside of that yet, no. so... You know, um, we all need to keep ourselves safe and well. Um, just a couple of wee reminders, though, uh, going into this week. There's, um, I just want to plug again, Parent to Parent have, are offering the Renew, Connect and Reflect uh, uh, session, which is Saturday the 16th of April. Um, is that, that's not this Saturday. That must be the following Saturday. But it's a full-day uh, workshop, 9.30 to 4.30 on the Saturday the 16th at Portsmouth Drive, uh, where Parent to Parent are based at the CCS Disability Action Offices. Um, this is for people that care for a disabled child or a child with a health impairment can come and uh, come doing that can come with a range of challenges such as coping with stress and change and building a resilient family. So this is an essential workshop for families and whanau new to the world of disability or perhaps a refresher course if you've been, if you're a bit further down the track, um, to set your family up for a long-term success. So to renew, to connect and to reflect, uh, that's happening the Saturday the 16th of April. <laughs> One of the things too with this COVID thing is the foggy brain is a big deal. Yeah, it's a <laughs> real I'm thing, isn't it? through this. <laughs> it is a big thing. Um, just again, the um, uh, that living with uh, IBD or irritable, um, oh sorry, inflammatory bowel disease um, is that's uh, 
that booklet is, is, has been uh, reviewed and is, is a, a new edition is out. So Living with IBD, a handbook that can be, um, you can get that through Crohn's and Colitis New Zealand. Um, so quite a, quite a good resource um, if that is something that you or somebody you know is dealing with um, specifically. I wanted to, I'm just jumping pages here to have a wee look um, uh, out, we got a we noticed this week from or last week rather from Alzheimer's Otago. There's a quite an interesting workshop happening this Saturday, April the ninth. So I wanted to give it a plug because it's a this Saturday, April the ninth, from two to four thirty, and it's called um, Applied Improvisation Workshop. So it's calling all theatre artists. Improvisers, facilitators, teachers, and others interested in building community through play and performance. So there's a, a, a voice arts artistic director, Nicola Pauling, uh, is doing an interactive workshop where she shares 20 plus years of experience applying improv. Imp- so that word on a Monday morning, um, basically improvised theatre techniques to community building. Voice Arts uses play and performance for emotional and social well-being, personal and group development, and supporting people to tell their own stories in their own voice. Um, there is a cost to this. It's $75, um, uh, but you can, if you're interested in that, if it's something that you think would uh, improve uh, perhaps your own knowledge or your own practice in, in the work that you do, um, so that in the workshop you'll explore approaches to working with people in aged care settings, uh, seniors in the community, people living with dementia, refugee background, youth adults, uh, perhaps youth in prison, inter, you know, intergenerational groups. So um, I think it could be a really interesting workshop. I personally um, like uh, uh, theatre and, and the use of that for education. I think it's a, a really powerful medium and a powerful tool to get messages across. So I can only imagine that this would be, um, would be really quite interesting and, and quite a good learning uh, if that's something that you like to incorporate in, in your work or, or perhaps you, you, know, you have a family member um, that you're having to, to, to manage differently or, or deal with differently than you have um, over the last, you know, several decades. Yes, Debbie, so we're, we're going to find out more about that. In fact, on Wednesday's edition of the Awesome Morning Show, I'm going to be speaking with the facilitator of that workshop, um, Nicola Pauling, on the programme. So it does sound fascinating. Oh, yeah. Yes, it does, eh? So that's, um, I think that is basically, if I'm just having a quick flick through again, um, Living Well is, is open and, and back up and happening again this week. We're open today. Um, lovely Rochelle and Michelle are there. Um, just one more plug too, just from last week, because I don't think this is, um, there is for sale, uh, as I mentioned before, we do um, advertise on behalf of. Uh, so this is a, a temper bed base and sleep well mattress for sale. So it's an electrical or adjustable bed, um, single, a king single plus the mattress protector. It's an excellent condition, about four to five years old, offers around $1,150. Um, and we've got the contact details of the person you can uh, contact regarding that um, if you're interested or that's something that you're looking for in your household. So yeah, feel free to give us a call at um, Living Well Disability Resource Centre on 471-6152 or come in and see us Monday to Friday, 9 to 4.30 uh, on the corner of Bath and George Streets. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Debbie. And thank you for, for joining us on the tail end of your COVID experience. Much appreciated. I'll let you get back to one more day of listening to those beautiful native birds singing away in the background of your... Can you hear them? Yeah, we certainly can. Isn't That's it cool. lovely? I love it. Awesome. Great yeah. time of year for that. Thanks, Debbie. We look forward to catching up with you again next week.
Thanks, Jeff. Bye. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice, connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the Total Mobility Scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House on the corner of George and Bath Streets, 9 till 4.30 weekdays, or give us a call Call on 4716152. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.